Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to introduce you to the word no. No meaning not tolerating people abusing you, taking advantage of you, or frankly not understanding who you are and what you can and cannot do. If you're looking for better boundaries and for standing up for yourself in a assertive, not aggressive way, come listen to this episode. I'm going to share with you some really practical tips that are going to help you coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're joining with me today. If this is your very first time listening, so glad that you're here. I know that you can be at a whole bunch of other places. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, I'm so glad you're here. If you've been really loving these episodes, make sure that you forward to someone that you also know would greatly appreciate it. And make sure that we are friends on social media. I am on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, where I make daily comments of inspiration, motivation, and encouragement for you to be the best version of yourself. Because I definitely know that you are more than capable. If you're listening to a podcast like that, that means that you want bigger out of your life. And I want to give that to you. So check that out on Twitter. Now, everything that we're going to be talking about will be found in more in detail in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program designed to help you discover who you are, the most authentic, most clear version of yourself. You can find that on my website, deniseglee.com. Click on the Courses tab and go to Amazing Attitude. But I will also drop a link in the comment section below within today's set recording so that you can be able to access that directly. Let's talk about this whole issue of no, because for a lot of us, we have been taught no is a dirty word. And I think it goes all the way back to, for most of us, our childhood, where we looked for nothing but to get a look of approval from the people in our world, specifically our family, our friends. We wanted to be liked. We didn't want to disappoint. We didn't want to offend. We didn't want to make people feel bad because if we felt bad, we if we made them feel bad, then we would feel bad about ourselves. And to avoid that, we would at all costs do anything to people please and to shield ourselves from any type of negative feeling. And as a result of that, it creates a sort of fragmentation within our mind where we slowly but surely start to disconnect from who we really are and what matters to us. And then we start lying to ourselves about how we're feeling. And unfortunately, the people who only want you to be happy and never make them feel uncomfortable, they don't care the fact that you're feeling disconnected and upset. And that usually leads to, if that's not taken care of, into depression, okay? And then depression can start a whole bunch of other issues, which are beyond the scope of this podcast episode. But I will say that if you are feeling upset about not being able to say no, it's usually connected to underlying feelings from past issues from your childhood. Perhaps you had a mother who never liked you defending yourself when you didn't want to do certain things. Or perhaps 
you had a dad that constantly drank or had some addiction issue and the only reason why your family was still together somewhat is that you enabled your dad you hid your dad's beer bottles or you didn't allow anyone to see your dad acting the fool when he was intoxicated but the reality is everyone knew your your dad was a drunk if that's the situation that you were facing with and even your best efforts to try to conceal it wasn't helping because it all all it did was enable his addiction and cause both you as well as everyone else in the family more frustration because no one was willing to face the problems and that that feels really painful and I'm not going to sit here and say that she'll uh, casually and say that you haven't had experiences where you felt that doing the right thing required you to ignore how you felt bad about yourself and I think a lot of us who have grown up in abusive chaotic or dysfunctional situations didn't feel okay with their feelings because somehow they felt that their feelings were bad because of all the other stuff that was going on in the household and if that's you I just want to wrap my arms around you and just give you a hug and tell you that you are definitely not alone there have been a lot of other people that have been going through this and there is a better way to deal with your emotions and deal with your feelings and I do talk about that a little bit I shouldn't say a little bit, I talk about that a lot, an amazing attitude about dealing with traumatic experiences and recovering from those past painful memories because for a lot of us, we try to sweep it under the rug and pretend that it wasn't happening, it didn't occur, it wasn't as bad, but the reality was it did It did occur, it did suck, it did rock how you formed relationships, it did create dynamics where you are more or less pretending that you are okay when you are actually in a lot of pain. And I want to let you know that it is okay for you to acknowledge and say, gosh, I went through a lot. Or gosh, these people were didn't care about me. And it didn't matter how hard I tried. I'll never forget. I'll never forget this one situation that I had when I think I was 19 years old or something. And my dad had this girlfriend. Her name was... Her name, um, was Sandra and Sandra was she never liked a darn thing about me never liked a darn thing about me and I I remember my dad tried to set her set her up to really like me in the beginning before I moved in with them my father and uh, and Sandra and he kept on saying that she'll be great she knows how to cook she knows how to clean she won't be be troublesome and all this stuff and I remember Sandra and probably one of her many drunken uh, Rand said, "Your father lied to me. Uh, you're 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 not you're such a hassle. You're you you overeat. You are not careful at all, and you're you're causing such a wreck." And I remember just losing a whole bunch of weight and just doing anything, anything possible to get her to like me and to not hate me. And I'll never forget when I was 19 years old, as my dad and I we were living. Um, uh, away from Sandra and we had a situation where uh, Sandra was trying to criticize me about something I don't even really call what it was and I told her that's really interesting that you're saying that when you don't even understand my situation and I remember looking at her face looking so defeated at me and I knew at that moment that she felt upset the fact that she couldn't make me feel like crap in that moment and I truly didn't care I remember that moment 
And I felt like a little gleam of satisfaction was like, yes, I finally got her. But that's a toxic place. If we're going to say no, we're going to or defend ourselves. It can't be from the place of I'll get you or revenge. That's a prescription for danger. So the whole point of our time together in this session is to give a little snippet, a little taste of what we can do to say no better. That's not coming from a place of rage. That's not coming from a place of anger or frustration. Because I think for a lot of us, we've always had all these feelings of frustration and anger and it it, it just was terrible. And I want to let you know that there's a better way. There's a better way of thinking. There's a better way of doing things. And we don't have to go in anger. We don't have to be enraged. We have other options. With all that being said, I like for us to dive into a couple of things that I know that's going to be helpful for you because I know it's been helpful for me. Okay. And number one is I want you to redefine your idea of no. For a lot of us, again, no was attached to feelings of shame, guilt, remorse, bitterness, rejection, not feeling connected, a sense of not belonging. And the reality is no is not any of that. No is basically setting a firm idea for yourself and for other people about what you believe and what you will tolerate or what you will not tolerate and what you will accept or what you, what you cannot do. No is a clarifying term. How oftentimes have you heard people say yes, but they really say no? For example, think about you and a friend of yours are planning to go to the movies. Or at least your friend's planning to go to the movies, but you just don't want to say no because... A, you don't want to go to that particular movie or you're not in the mood or you're just not really feeling hanging around, out with that friend for that particular reason. And you say, yeah, maybe I'll go. And you're always wishy-washy. But the reality is you want to say no. But instead of talking about either you're not content about the movie or the location or the time or even the, the friend, you say maybe. And that's not clear and it's not fair to you. Because you could be spending your time doing other things that you enjoy. And it's definitely not good for that friend because they're inadvertently helping you feel more disconnected with your feelings. So I want you to make a declaration to yourself and say, my feelings are valid. And it doesn't really matter how people feel about your feelings. You can't deny that all in the name of trying to have some false sense of camaraderie because here's the thing if you are in a quote-unquote friendship or relationship or some type of interaction and you feel like you have to lie in order to have a relationship my my thoughts for you is that you don't have a relationship at all no one should be afraid of sharing their feelings in a relationship and I'm not talking about just romantic it could be a platonic it could be for your work that's not allowed at all if you're feeling as if your feelings are not matters, do not matter to that person, then you really have to sit back and ask yourself if this is something that you want to continue. 
And I don't want to say this is this is Denise giving you the cue to abandon ship and just run away. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is for you to have some clarity first within yourself and ask yourself what is not working in the, this relationship. Why isn't it not working? And then and then coming to the person and say, hey, look, I I I said no when I really said yes. Or I've been saying yes when I've really been saying no. And it's because of, and start being honest and start clearing up misconceptions or heck, even own up to your responsibilities and say, hey, look, I, this is just throwbacks from how I dealt with my parents or how I dealt with my sister or how I was dealing in these other workplace dynamics. And I know that it's not okay if I want to have a good relationship with you. Can you help me improve our relationship by really asking me, if I really feel comfortable, because I tend to have a knee-jerk reaction and say yes when I really am un uncomfortable. And I think that having that clarity can really help you. And again, I have some other tips that you can find an amazing attitude about how you can be more clear with other people and as well as yourself. Because I, I definitely believe you owe it to yourself in this season of your life to be clear. Okay? Number two, I want you to ask yourself why no has been difficult for you. I gave the example about how you, if you may have grown up in a very toxic or difficult situation where you thought that saying no was basically avoiding a disaster waiting for happen or to having someone to blow up or scream at you or just something really bad. And you believe that the best and safest bet that you could have made was just to quote unquote, make peace, but it wasn't really making peace. It was just getting the other people to shut up or to not have the nuclear option and, and scream and yell at you and be a bully. For a lot of us, we if we were to be totally honest with ourselves, we have been around a lot of bullies, a lot of bullies that intimidated or said condescending things or was mean and sarcastic and it caused us to feel uncomfortable about ourselves and it has caused us to not really allow ourselves to be honest with ourselves because we're we're so afraid of the rejection so afraid of the embarrassment of not hearing the things that we want to hear and as a result it just caused us to run away run away from ourselves run away from how we are feeling. And I want to encourage you right now to really ask yourself right now, if you were not afraid of any negative reaction, what would you say? What would you say? And actually, that brings me to my last point is, can you practice no with yourself? Meaning that can you allow yourself internally if you're not feeling something? And I'm not talking about situations where you have to push through and fight to grow your business, meaning that you have to do certain things that you don't enjoy, but you know, it's going to grow your business. I'm not talking about that or grow yourself mentally. I'm talking about things where you really need to take a rest or you really need to have firmer boundaries. And can you practice saying, no, I will not tolerate people trying to mistreat me. No, I will not tolerate people waffling around me, meaning that they are allowing you to play mind games with you. I am not allowing myself to feel upset if no one agrees with what I'm trying to do. I'm just giving a couple examples. For a lot of us, we are not allowing ourselves to 
be honest about what we're wanting out of the situation or what we're wanting out of ourselves. And this is a really uh, important thing that I just want to say that's on my mind right now. We cannot control outcomes, but we can control our emotions. And if we feel in our heart, okay, I don't believe no matter how I've been trying this, I've been doing my best and this just ain't working. And I definitely don't see how this is helping me long term. It's time to let it go. I'm not one of those people who say that we should just quit automatically. I'm not that person. But I am a person that if you do your a, a really good look at yourself and at your situation and your long-term plans and you don't see alignment and you don't think that it's going to work, be okay with saying no. I, there are so many people, and actually this brings me to another point, sidebar note, is there are a lot of people who are trying to do something either with their professional life or their personal life, which is not even, which is based on outdated thinking. I gave an example in our earlier podcast that when I was a little girl, somebody asked me, what did I want to be? And I said, I wanted to be a secretary. And then I later in life, what do, someone asked me, what do I want to be? And I said, I want to do something with math because my all my brothers and my father have mathematical mathematical related degrees and if i thought about it now i would tell you that all those things were based on trying to seek approval from people who didn't even care about what i was going to do professionally i mean seriously and it was just futile and saying no was including saying no to the false thinking that somehow doing something that didn't align with me was going to make me feel okay with myself through the approval of others. It didn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Can you give yourself the permission to say, no, I can't meet your expectation or no, this is not in alignment with my goals or no, I don't see how this can benefit me long-term. Now, Obviously, we need caveat, caveat, big caveat. Obviously, if somebody knows what they're doing and has a proven track record of success and is able to help other people succeed and you're telling them no because you believe that you can do it your own way for some for whatever reason, a source of pride, okay, or perhaps of fear, and you say no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about those situations where we're willfully ignoring sound advice from people who have wisdom and guidance in a particular area that you want to achieve. Now, are there exceptions to the rule where you can defy all odds and do it your own way? Absolutely. Not saying that can't happen. But most of the time, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. The, the roadmap has already been played out for you. Why don't you get some traction? Why don't you get some movement on? And then as you grow... That you can make some pivots, but you don't have to spin wheels and try to do it your way, even though you have no idea what you're doing. And I wish that I'm, I wish I was humble enough in the beginning of my business to think, you know what, instead of thinking Denise knew us anything, maybe I need to get some help from somebody else who clearly knows what they're doing. Okay. Cause I'm not, I'm clearly, I'm missing out. And again, 
I talk about in my course Amazing Antu about how to distinguish the voices that are actually wanting to help you from versus the ones who want to hurt you. Because I think for a lot of us, we think anyone who's in any position of authority is a threat and we must either run away from them or we have to avoid them at all costs. And I want to let you know we don't have to avoid. We just need to have better detection skills of who is actually helpful from who is hurtful. Okay. Now let's review everything that we've talked about so far. Okay. Again, for a lot of us, our idea of no is attached with shame and guilt and remorse and rejection. And I want you to know that no is just a clarifying term. No is an actually a positive term. It helps you to understand who you are, what you can do, and what you don't want to do. Okay? Number two is... I want you to ask yourself why no has been difficult for you. Did you have some painful experiences in your past that you felt that you suffered immensely by saying no or by not going along with the plan? Well, what happened? I want you to really dig deep and ask yourself that. And lastly, I want you to get in the habit of practicing no. No is a beautiful thing. And I want you to start with yourself. Do small little incremental things by saying, no, I don't need to write this blog post right now. I need to take a walk. Or no, I don't need to have a conversation with someone who's clearly combative. No, I don't need to work on some part of my business that's not necessary this part of time. No's come in different flavors. I need you to understand what that no looks like. And I don't want you to use that excuse for procrastinating or avoiding people or or tools or resources that can help you. Don't let the fear masquerade as empowerment because it's not, okay? Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode was very helpful for you. If you have any questions or comments, let me know. Send me a message at podcast.deniseglee.com. I'd love to talk with you. And if you write me a review, I'd love to send you a little token of my appreciation. You can find it at pod- You can send me that message to podcast.deniseglee.com and I will be happy to send something over to your way. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.